The snacks of my youth don't really appear very much in school anymore. When I'm a snack of today, friendo. Well, sure, but like combos I became familiar with as a kid. Well, yeah, but not honey sriracha. That's very trendy. That's it's very now. It's all wrap snacks these days with yep. the kids, I'm sure. <laughs> wrap it's snacks? The thing. You can get them at 7-Eleven. What does that mean? There's a brand of snacks called wrap snacks. What is it? It's like wrapper branded <laughs> snacks. I'm you, You've seen them, right? I've... I didn't make that up, right? I, they might not be called wrap snacks, but I've definitely... I hope they're I mean, like, with the wrappers on them, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, they're right here. I... I... <laughs> oh, yeah. This isn't a joke? No. Cardi B... White cheddar with a dab of ranch. These are good jobs. I love those. Yeah. Especially with the... Um, yeah, I know they are. Especially with the caramelized onion dip they sell. Mm. It's really tasty. 800 calories per tub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done that before. Way to bring down the room. Just in days where my like metabolism wasn't that of a, you know, early 30s year old. <laughs> You're really sticking the landing a lot tonight, I have to say. Early 30s year old. <laughs> That's how we say that. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Why Did We Watch This? A mini episode. So in this case, uh, in a big episode, three friends would get together, drink a themed cocktail, and watch a uh, troubled movie to talk about what worked, what didn't, how they would fix it. But during these minis, just going to announce what the movie is, what the drink's going to be, and then we're going to discuss something. As always, my hosting abilities are uh, non-parel, and uh, I'm Chris Ravel. I'm Lee Delahanty. Hello, I'm Brendan Drishla. <laughs> Mr. Dictator. <laughs> oh, Mr. Ravel. Uh, we're going to get to that in just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> it really just sounds like Lois. No, it does. It does. <laughs> well, there's a similarity, I think. There is, it. but it's, you know, it's not, it's not the same. Not quite the same. Yeah. That's true. I, no one can really do it justice except for Fran herself. You know, she's, she's gifted. She's a treasure. She's a, she is a national treasure. I will stand by that. Uh, so anyway, in about two weeks... We will be talking about... We'll say exactly two weeks. I feel committed to that. <laughs> True. In exactly two weeks, yep. we're going to be talking about... I have actually forgotten what... The Day the Earth Stood Still! No, not that one, friends! <laughs> the other one! Not the good one! No! <laughs> what the 2008 movie? one! With Keanu Reeves. Not with some weird Tin Man robot, but with a robot who's a bunch of smaller robots. <laughs> and a robotic man. His name's still Gort. It's True. there. But it's a Gort cronym this time. Mm-hmm. Is there any? Oh, it stands for something. Yep. Interesting. Genetic. Golly. Organical. Oits a robot. Yes. Oits. Golly. Oits robot technology. Oits that gov. Yeah. The day we are stood still. The Keanu Reeves one. Yeah. Two thousand eight. Um, Jennifer Connelly. Right. Yeah. John Cleese is in mm-hmm. it. Um, I feel very. Jaden Smith. Attached oh. to. Keanu Reeves in that movie. Mm-hmm. That's I it. Know. You've sold me quite well on this. I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to watching it, but I'm also looking forward to the drink we're going to have. What is it? That's a great segue. Thanks. The drink we're going to have is <laughs> Klaatu Barada Nikto. It's going to be a bottle of champagne, half of a cup of blackberries, half of a tablespoon of dried lavender, a quarter cup of agave nectar, a quarter cup of maple syrup, and a quarter cup of vodka. So what you're going to do... A hang on. A cup what? of vodka. What? Quarter cup of quarter vodka. Cup of vodka. Just checking out the yeah. recipe. Yeah. All right. So what you do, you boil blackberries, agave nectar, maple syrup, and vodka. <laughs> As the berries cook, mash them until they break down about five minutes. Add lavender and boil for one additional minute. Remove oh from God. heat and let steep for an hour in the refrigerator. To serve, pour one tablespoon blackberry sauce into a champagne flute. Add blackberries to garnish and top with chilled champagne. It sounds very classy. Classy running too. Interestingly, it's, it is a more like summery drink than I, I might yeah, expect. I, I yeah. guess it's it's not overtly winter. I guess I don't think it's necessarily summery so much as it is just not like what I. All to seasons winter. drink. Mm. Yeah. A drink for full spring. Hopefully, yes, a drink nice for all it, seasons. It'd be nice yeah. if it was warm by then. Just for, like a, just, for like a, just for a couple of days. Oh, sir, you do go on. I do. Pretty soon it will be warm all the time. <laughs> yep. That's the message of the movie. That's... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... Clatuber on Nikto. We, uh... <laughs> it sounds like a, like a 1930s newscaster or something. Clatuber on Nikto. Donnie, back to you. I can't remember what it was. It might have been... 
didn't have to do Oh, they had radio, I guess. Yeah. It was a video game. It might have been, like, Champions Online or, like, DC Universe Online, but, like, as soon as you would just, like, update your hero costume, you would get an achievement that said Klaatu Barana Necktie. Oh, that's cute. I know. It was really... (laughs) And whenever it would come up, I would be reminded of, like, what... Anywho, Klaatu and Barada are the names of two skiff guards in Jabba the Hutt's palace in Return of the Jedi, and Nikto is a species. Huh! Yep. It pops up everywhere. There's an entire article on Wikipedia about possible translations of the phrase. I read it, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. It's but, nuts how, like, they're, they're, like, they're trying to figure out what it is based off wait, of context clues. But isn't <laughs> it the guy who made up the phrase is like, I don't know, probably meant this. I was going to say, like, isn't it literally gibberish, though? I mean, it is, but they must it's be, not. like, using other, like, phrases that the character uses in the movie to, like, go off of that and then to try and determine, like, the sentence structure. And, but, like, obviously you know, like, Klaatu, because that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know that he's saying his name, but it's just like, what does Barada Nikto mean? What would it mean in the sentence? But maybe he's, like, a millennial and his name is, like, Justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got a name. That right. That is like true. A, a concept. I mean, this was, the, like, the 60s, though, Lee, so. The thing that kind of makes me, like, squint at that a little bit, though, is what indicator do they have that there was any, like, thought? I mean, there's not. That's it. the whole point. Because, like, they asked the guy who wrote it, and he's like, I think it means this, but I don't know. I just made it It is, up. like, the sort of 70s version of, like, not cases now who are writing yeah. like, a crackpot Game of Thrones theories on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. or it's maybe that. or is do you think it's sim- at all similar to the people who believe there's a better, actually good JJ cut no, of Star Wars? Are, that's madness. That's too far. <laughs> yeah, that there's, is a like, bridge listen, too far. Everyone's allowed. It. Everyone's allowed to come up with their dumb crackpot theories that are clearly not true. Like mm-hmm. that's harmless, but like. <laughs> when you start having conspiracy theories about like what's really going like there are secret scripts yeah. that were never like right when, when you believe that like Disney intentionally tried to tank Rise of Skywalker to make J.J. Abrams look bad in front of Warner Brothers that's when it's like okay Which, stand off I know that was our last mini Seek I believe yeah. but it is that is hilarious to me that it's like Disney is like we must fuck J.J. over even if it means tanking the biggest cash right. cow I mean, we've ever like, laid yeah let's on. like we'll take a, mil- a multi-million dollar bath <laughs> just to make this guy look bad in front of WB that, yeah let's do that that's, that's realistic good. that's good for us yep that's <laughs> good for everything. Good for the brand. Good for Disney. Oh, God, I hate people. Give it time. Yep. Um, anyway, I think I think human stupidity could also be blamed for uh, the movie we watched and are just going to kind of loosely discuss now. You really are sticking the segue. As we are wont to do on occasion, we well, will. It's we, February, the month of love, it is right? Month of rom coms. Yeah. We oh, always yeah. have to watch rom coms in February. Valentine's true. Day. It's but I just mean soon. like joining joining the illustrious ranks of Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Here we go again. Percent. Uh, Nutcracker. Nutcracker. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Uh, we watched... Two in a row, baby. 1998. Seven. 1997, Seven. sorry. Uh, the Beautician and the Beast starring Fred Trisher and Timothy Dalton. <laughs> yep. Which, can we get some background about how we got here? I insisted on it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I insisted. Asked and answered. All right, well, yep. we were I got watch... home, I sat down on the couch, Lee locked the doors. <laughs> the initial idea... <laughs> Was that Brendan? I, I I think I had briefly mentioned my future boyfriend. Yep. Yes. And Brendan was like, "We should do that." And I and then I did Which, actually. By the way, like, I'm still down to do. I did sneak a peek at it again. And I thought it was just so bad. <laughs> and then I remembered that like I did, I hated everything about my my future boyfriend. But when I yeah. but I just when I saw the what I remembered was like the concept and how I wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. But the actual movie itself, and in particular the like male protagonist, in it, it was just so awful that mm-hmm. I just could not. And not in a like toxic awful way, but just in like a like, it's literally and like wouldn't. a child. Yeah. One, and I just hated it. I hated every second I watched it. It was the guy from Seventh Heaven, wasn't it? Yeah, Barry Watson. Yeah. I was, I, Watson? Watson, that's yeah. what it was, there, yeah. There were like anyway. a few dumb laughs like on the first couple, like the first, I've watched it I think twice because I think I watched it once and then watched it as a group. And then I, I sort of skimmed through it the third time and I was remembering just how bad it was and I was like, I don't think I want to watch this. My, my favorite scene is where her like bucket hat flies off from the wind and every because I, I rewound watched that a few times and I, I just kept thinking like what PA had to like put fishing wire on that and like stand off camera and go like yoink yeah my favorite I mean it's still the, the, the I don't know the weird mon- an acronym they have for the time travel I wish I remembered it honestly P39X22 yeah. I do remember because it's such a like it comes up many many times <laughs> don't forget your p 3029 er so then, what what led us to beautician and the beast? Yeah. Um, I forget. Except that, like, I just another you know I, I, we were talking about a lot of rom coms, yeah. and I remembered that one, and I and that one I do remember watching as as like a younger person, and like high, around the age of high school at some point. I think it was like maybe a high school. Yeah, like one of my high school friends introduced me to it. I have I have to say the the title threw me off from what the actual plot. It's not of the movie the, is. you think it would be the beast, but it's just right. a dumb dumb sort of joke. To get in, but it, well, what it really is is the king and I. Right. right. 
With a little sound of music thrown in there with for a good measure. A little sound of music. A tiny bit. Can I tell you guys something? Yes. Sure. I mean, grain of salt, because I was on IMDb earlier. Early in development, Fran Drescher planned the movie to be a spin on The King and I, titled The King and Oi. <laughs> oh. My. God. But faced the problem that Fox owned the rights. Therefore, she decided to pay homage to Beauty and the Beast instead. Mm. And by pay homage, we mean use the name. And then I guess... And then a couple of times people will be like, you're such a beast, you dictator. Well, and then sometimes, only sometimes, the director will throw the direction at Timothy Dalton to growl. I mean, he just does that. It's just like that one scene, right? No, he does does that a few times. He just sort of like a rumble a lot. That's true, he does do that. "Hmm." It's like a very... It's it's like a a proto-witcher. Yeah, but I, I stand by my feeling that he wouldn't have done that if Beast was not in the title. I don't know. I feel like... It's, it befits, like, a sort of Soviet seat leader. Though. So, yeah, let's get into the differences between this and The King and I. Because it is the plot of The King and I, but it's put in, like, a post-Iron Curtain Slavic dictatorship. Right, so it's 1997, <laughs> so the Iron Curtain has fallen, democracy has spread throughout all of the former USSR, everything's okay. Democracy. Chris, everything's okay. <laughs> democracy. Everything there is going great. I Capitalism. Can, I hope people can hear the air quotes I'm putting on that. Yeah. Uh, everything's going great over there. Yeah, he's the... President. He's the president, and there's a prime minister, so they have elections. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Does anyone remember what the country is called? Slovakia. 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 Yeah. That's what I it is. I think Slovakia, but yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, it's a circuitous route Fran Drescher takes to get there. So she is a, for no reason. Yeah. For no reason at all. She's a beauty, she's specifically like just a beauty So do you know teacher. what the reason is? What? The reason I believe is that her character in The Nanny was also originally like a makeup artist. Okay. And that's the gimmick. Is that like, it's literally the same gimmick as this. Where she was like going door to door selling Avon or something. Uh-huh. And Mr. Sheffield saw her and was like, hey, you'd be a good what nanny a for some nanny. reason. Yeah. For an inexplicable reason. I'll hire you as a nanny. She's like, okay, great. Take the job. When you, when you so, put it that way, it feels irresponsible. I legitimately think it's partly because of that and also partly because they probably were reverse engineering from the title The Condition yeah. and the Beast. Yeah, those two reasons. But she, anyway, yeah, she's, sorry. instead of being like a normal teacher, she's a beauty parlor teacher and she teaches in like a, like a sort of high school science nice classroom school. at night. Yeah. Which... <laughs> And then because while she's there... There's a fire. There's a fire. And she has to rescue all of the lab animals. All the animals that are so, there, as you yeah, do. They don't fully explain it, but in my mind, there's two options. Either those animals are there because they're there for, like, science class reasons. They're either class pets or they're, you know... They're there for testing Or they're going to test makeup on them. Either way, I'm in. You, they're I'm not sold. there for makeup. They're, they're, no, there's a high school classroom. They're yeah, it's clearly just, like, yeah. this school has night classes going on. Yeah. And she's just yeah. teaching in the science room. Or whatever but she has bullshit. to rescue them because, like, her idiot kids... Yeah. Wait, Lee, I have a question for you. Is one of the kids a flaming gay stereotype? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Wait, can you call them kids? I thought they were all adults. I mean, I, mean, I think they're playing like, like... High school dropouts. Yeah, like, I think like, that's like what G- I assume. GED candidates. Yeah. 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 Um, Thankfully, one of them is super gay. So and they're worried. All of their solutions. Yeah. Because he, I believe, when as soon as the fire erupts, he turns towards there, starts fluttering his hands and just screams, I poppy. <laughs> before running from the room. As, as you do. And uh, yeah, all of their responses to a minor fire that gets bigger and bigger is to throw more and more <laughs> flame, non-flame, uh, like flammable things. Yeah, flammable things at yeah. it. Like, Hit it with I, a broom, knock yes. it across the room. Paint? Put um, hairspray on it? They, oh, thought hairspray. it was, they thought it was water. That's yeah. what it was. Because I guess the bottles look the same. But... Like, come on. I know. It's not aerosol water. I know. But, it's, oh. it's but then at one point, someone doesn't someone like... Almost like golf golf ball it into like an open. They hit a broom, like they hit it with a broom and like <laughs> knock it across and the it room. And it just gets knocked into like a pile of flammable chemicals. Yeah. Um, anyway, she just starts going the animals. It gets on the news, and this like literally a picture of her like holding cages aloft. Yeah, this like secretary of the Soviet nation mm-hmm. sees this and is like, "This is who I should hire to be the tutor." Clearly, this is a good teacher. Yeah, to the president's, and he I guess assumes because it was at this high school that like she's a normal high school teacher. But doesn't ask her very many questions right. before and she doesn't supply her. very much information no. either. She well, doesn't say, weird to me that you want a beautician to teach your children, but okay. Yeah, Go but also, off, I guess. Why wouldn't he just be like, so can I see your resume? Nope. Like, what yeah. subject do you teach? This is what we call an idiot plot. Yeah. And yeah. everyone holds the idiot bomb. Yeah. yeah. And so she takes that because it's like 40,000 American dollars, which is, I don't know. <laughs> oh, is that even a lot? I, I mean, what was it? Not, I'm going to look up what it was. Well, Keep going. I'll look up what it was. And wasn't also a thread of like, she feels like her, she's living a dead end life. She's at home with her parents. Well, she no, she's not at home with her parents. We've established this. Yeah. Oh. Um, but she just missed out on a gig to be like, I don't know, the makeup artist for like for a lottery, lottery girl or yeah. something. Um, so she's a little down on her luck. 
Uh, and so, yeah, she does just take this opportunity. And she gets there, and obviously she finds out, like, oh, shit, they want me to be a real teacher. Yeah. And the secretary finds out. They're like, well, you have to just fake it. It's 65000 it. Which is, like, I, like it's lot. not, like, yeah, it's not nothing, but it's also I not, like... I guess to her, it's more than no- normal. Right, probably. But, I mean, I guess if you're living, like, a dead-end life, not being allowed to put makeup on lottery girls, you might as well, right? Yeah. Anyway. Um... But yeah, it's so it, it is essentially like the king and I from then and there where like right. she sort of goes there and finds out that like, oh, wow, this country is quote unquote backward. Right. Except They're so sort uncivilized. Of is. Yeah. But like. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, also, to it, be fair. It is, but also, yeah, it is. <laughs> in the king and I, there's a little more of like, it's not necessarily backward, it's just different. It's just, it's different. right, right. This is a little more like you're imprisoning your enemies. Yeah. You're threatening to execute well, them. Well, also their history books have like sort of North right. Korea. Oh, and right. Like, like yeah. propaganda. Yeah. yeah. About yeah. their leader. Yeah. Well, and like they, I believe the specific one was uh, they successfully led Operation Desert yeah, yeah, Storm. Yeah, it was him. Like he helped stop he, or like he, something. Or he like, like re- yeah, he ordered Operation Desert yeah. Storm. Which was again like a pretty re- so uh, two elements made uh, kept me feeling very uncomfortable with the setting and the goings on within that setting. Uh, one is uh, in 2020 to look back at an American slowly falling in love with. A- <laughs> The dictator. dictator? Yeah. Feels dark. Real dark. It must not have played well even then, though, right? Like, how could. So close to, like, the USSR being dissolved. How could someone look at that and be like, that's my fantasy? Actually, it's like 10 years by that point. I know, but I'm still saying, like. Well, no, but I mean, like, it's it's only 10 years. Right, and we're still dealing with, like, the aftermath. Chris, we still don't like communism, okay? (laughs) Or Russia, to be frank. (laughs) Yeah. No, no one likes Russia. Well, I get, except for our government. But, uh, (laughs) orange buffoon in political office. Oh, my God. I roll my eyes when everyone's like, the Cheeto in office. I'm like, that has never been clever. This needs to stop. Yeah. We're better than this. Um, but then the other thing that makes me feel like, uh, you can't just transplant the King and I plot into something more modern and recent, is the King and I plot flies because I feel personally there's enough historical different di- distance between us and that mm-hmm. to be able to feel comfortable trivializing it a little. Let's not forget, though, that, like, yeah. it's very, like, imperialist. Oh, extremely. <laughs> like, it's, there's there's problems. Like, let's not ignore that there are still massive problems oh, absolutely. with the King and I and her, her opinion of, like, I have to correct all of these right. things. Of course, right, yeah. But then, horrible things they do. But that shifts when you put that same plot in this, like, Slavic post-Iron Curtain dictatorship, because then it becomes something else. It is imperialist in the sense that, essentially, Fran Drescher Americanizes both Timothy Dalton and his country, but... If anything, she is cozying up to someone who's pra- who practices probably the worst in imperialism. Well, yeah, I have to say, I'm going to argue, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate because I partly feel that, like, this should have been impossible to do without being cringy. Oh, yeah, it like, is. It's not it hard. Is. Like, I think it, it does work. I think that if you had done this the right way and if, like, Timothy Dalton wasn't forced to play this, like, weird mixture of, like, a kind of clever statesman but also a massive overgrown child. Yeah. Like, that, like... He clearly comes off in a lot of these scenes as someone who wants his country to move forward. Yeah. But is trying to do it in in, in, the similar, in a similar way to the king and the king and I, where, like, he can't change things overnight, and he can't, like... In Anna and the King, which is not the musical adaptation, but, like, sort of more straightforward adaptation of that story, uh, one of my favorite scenes is where, like, he reveals... Because she interferes with, like, the um, slave that wants to, like, get together yeah. with his concubines. Tupped him. Tupped him. And, like, as a result... He's, like, pissed off at her because, like, because she intervened, he now has to execute them both. Because if he can't, he looks weak. And he, like, tells this to her, and she she now realizes that, like, she is partly responsible for this. Like, he's like, I didn't want to do this, but because of what you did, now if I don't do this, I will appear vulnerable and, like, I will make myself a target for, like, my enemies to, like, Mm -hmm. come at me. And, like, more of that would have been great in this. Like, that he does, if she was, like, you know... Coming in there with, like, sort of her American democracy ignorance of, like, why can't you just, like, have elections and blah, 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 blah. And he, you know, it could, it should have been possible for him to be, like, I want these things, but, like, these things cannot happen overnight. The other mm-hmm. part of that discomfort, I feel, is uh, the realities of that setting are too dark for the extru- incredibly broad jokes they are telling well, I mean, to like, make here's, like, yeah. It's, like, it's a dumb, frothy rom-com at best, right? Yeah. But, like, it's, it's, this is the same, it's like when you watch, like, Christmas Prince or something, right? It's, like, 
It's a nation. Don't worry about it. everything's okay. They're not in danger of being overthrown by uprisings all the time. They're not imprisoning people for having different beliefs. It's a kingdom. Everything's beautiful there and lovely. Here, yeah. it's really just like she's cozying, like you said, she's cozying up to a dictator, like who is who, who again is still trying to kill people. Who's still <laughs> trying to like exert control over who, this nation is, over which he's, I guess, their like elected leader. Well, but there's I, also a prime minister. I think he was once upon a time, but they also appear. There are elements of the movie that treat it like it is a European monarchy. Right, well, so what I have to assume the case is it's something where, like, his family was, like, you know, like the Iron like the iron Fist rulers of this nation back when communism was a thing. And then when the Iron Curtain fell, they were like, uh, I'll run for president, though. And everyone was like, yes, okay, you can be president. Right. That's yeah, good. Okay. We'll vote for you. The ones that wanted to run against her. Right. Because then I also wonder, like, okay, did we find out the criminally low amount of money she was paid to go there? Oh, it was like, in, in modern day, it was like 65. Okay. That's not, I mean, that feels like a really, weirdly low amount to be like, sure, I'll go to your totalitarian nightmare hellhole. I thought it was, she didn't, I don't think it was pitched to her as a As like, yeah, as a horrible human rights violation. Like, it's, it's European, you know, like it's exotic. Yeah. It's, it's also, I mean, it's just like, why, why would you not just do that from the get-go? Like, there's nothing about this premise that means you have to like, it's, do this story about like, warming up the Cold War. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, if you wanted it to be frothy, you could have, like you said, put it in some like, no-name European Just, something. yeah. Just, Aldovian. Just, yeah, exactly. Not. And Timothy Don, he's British. He's got a British accent. Yeah. No need to make him do this like, Boris Bad enough Although, shit. I do feel like he connects to that accent quite well. Oh, he does. I'm not saying he doesn't. Look, guys, Timothy Dalton, great. No problems with him whatsoever. Awesome. When that mustache comes off, uh, what a slice. Like, he's like a great, so much better. He's a real yeah. fucking fox. He's a great James Bond. He's great in Penny Dreadful. I love Timothy Dalton. I have no beef yep. with Timothy Dalton. Has no chemistry with Fran Drescher. That. He can get it at any oh, age. Oh, yeah. At any age. He looks great now. Yeah, it is nuts. Looking good. He looks so good. My man. It's so handsome. No, but it, he, you're right. He has tragically little chemistry. With and I mean, I don't blame... Like, it's just like, this was never meant to be, you know? Like, these two were never meant to be. It's like <laughs> pushing together, like, a salt shaker with a cantaloupe. Like, they're just not meant to go also, together. he does do... In one of the finest pieces of acting he's uh, ever yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. An amazing impression of French Russia. In accent. In accent of, like, this Russian... Right. It's him doing his, like... His dictator <laughs> accent, but also doing an impression of Fran Drescher. Yeah. It's, honestly, I do think that that has to be incredibly hard to do. So, like, yeah. mega salute to that guy. Mm-hmm. No, he's he's great in it. He's working with really shit material. Yeah. Anyways, let's just say real quick the other crap that's happening here, right? He's got four kids. One of them's horny. One of them's a girl. One of them's fat. One of them's a baby. That's all that matters. We really only focus on, like, one of them. The older ones mostly come up. Like, the fat one kind of shows up a little bit, and Fran Dresser's like, oh, I actually have some spanks, honey. And she's like, I'm big and beautiful. And we're like, yeah, lip service. <laughs> yep, great. That boy literally has... The young one literally has no lines. His entire thing is that he doesn't want to wear his clothes. I mean, that's one scene. That's one scene where he runs around naked. His entire, like, I think the payoff with him is the scene at the end where his sister's like, oh, he says he doesn't remember our mother, but he wishes you were just like her. She was just like you. Well, she definitely doesn't say, because he's like, doesn't have the... the Right. He also says, like, five words to her. Like, you're, you're, like, sprucing this up a little bit. Yeah. Would one of you be like, you are neat. (laughs) You are neat, American lady. The only one he focused on is um, the older daughter. The older daughter. Is... The like parallel in the King and I to like the woman who, or I mean, to... even um like uh, Lysel in yeah, Sound Ly- of Music, yeah, Lysel, like having yeah, like and you know an affair with a man that her father does not approve of, yeah, because he's the leader of the insurrection. I guess it's like, we don't... It's like I... a sort of like you know the opposition on... opposition party because well, cause he's always hanging out. He was hanging out behind like a false wall in an right. underground youth club. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, really, also like I. He's like a dissident. I know, and this is so fucking dumb that I'm going to say this. I don't know what anyone's for or against in this. Like, I know this is a stupid thing to complain about, but when you start, like, prompting these plot points, I have to wonder at a certain point, like, who's in the clear here? I assume the dictator is not. They make make exactly one reference to one issue that they disagree on. Labor unions? And, oh, I guess it's two. What was the other one? It's labor unions and elections. They haven't had a free election since uh, Timothy Dalton's been in power. And... Uh, 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 rebel boyfriend's whole thing is we won elections. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but also, like, rebel boyfriend <laughs> is barely an entity in the movie. For as much as made of his arrest and potential execution, uh, yeah. he's not really there, doesn't really have many lines. Mm. But otherwise, it sort of does play out mostly like the king and I, except that there's a bit of Beauty and the Beast in how, like, she has to, like, sort of civilize him. Yeah. Because yeah. in the king and I... He's he's already like a very intelligent, savvy man. Like, right. he doesn't need to be like taught anything. Which it, like 
there's a big scene in the middle of the Beautician of the Beast where, like, he has to, like, he doesn't know anyone's names around the palace. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say he has to make a sandwich. Oh, there is that. <laughs> oh, that was great, <laughs> too. But, like, there's this scene where, like, he's like, well, you don't know any, she's like, you don't know anyone? And, like, he gets all excited, like a small child, like, ooh, I want to meet all the people. Yeah, like, yeah, he goes around, like, shaking people's hands. Yeah. And the prime minister spies at him through binoculars. He's like, whoa, yeah. this must not stand. I, what? I, if the prime minister just appears to be like, he's being nice to people... I mean, I just... Uh, prime Minister's just a cartoon film. Yeah, I don't want to ask these questions, but, like, what's the Prime Minister's deal? How did he get this what's position? Angle? Yeah, well, I mean, well, his angle is that he wants to, like, I guess basically keep the old ways going strong in their I, country. I guess, but then it's weird that... <sighs> Later, Timothy Dalton is like, why did you do all of these bad things in my name? And he was like, because someone had to. And like, did they? Because <laughs> it kind of feels like you made things worse for yourself. It's stuff like, you know what we'll do? We just won't pay our laborers, but force them to work. I was, and but, force them to, like, sell grain or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. export grain? It was bizarre. I have, I have so many questions about, like, the socioeconomic, like, state of this country, really. <laughs> and then, like, this... That one shot of, like, the things that she has sitting around the room to give off the appearance that she's teaching these kids of, like, match the shoes to your handbags. And then did I see right that she put, like, test tubes? Just... I don't remember. I couldn't remember. I mean, maybe, sure, probably. Do you you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember, um, I think it was, uh, uh... Oh my god, the email, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. You've got mail? You've got mail. Anyways, you've got mail, but one of the people that worked at her bookshop was like an older woman. And she sort of has this like, you yeah. know, she's like a wise, you know, she's lived a life. Yeah, yeah. And at one point, she's they're talking about like past love or something, and she brings Franco, up... Franco, right? General Franco. <laughs> like, it wasn't meant to be, and they're like, why? And you're like, well, he ruled Spain. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and it got to like her and her fiance talking, like, she had a fucking affair with Franco. With Franco. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That's so good. Maybe that That's was so absurd. That, that is their story. Yeah. yeah. Like fifty years later, Fred Drescher is working in a beauty salon. Yeah. 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 It's uh, and then the the like the big crux of the matter is whether or not Timothy Dalton is going to execute boyfriend. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit... Like, not really execute. It's just like they keep don't really in jail. execute. Yeah. Right. I, I thought they did. No. I don't know that they did. I thought do. they were going to kill him was the thing. No. I mean, that would be a bigger deal. I think it's just like, is he in jail or is oh. he not in jail? Oh, you know what I'm getting confused with? I think I kept commenting while we were watching this. Like, wouldn't it just be simpler to kill him? Like, what is the point of keeping him in jail? No, they just have him in jail. Hold yeah, because like, that would be too far. Because I guess they always just, talk about they make people disappear. Right. You know, right. like you do. Like the mob does. Whatever. Right, right, right. Which, again, um, to hear facts like that in a movie where they're also just, like, making these, like, lighthearted cracks. Well, he, he says that because at one point she criticizes him to some extent and he's like, the last person who said that to me has not been seen in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> what a, 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 what a wonderful romantic interest for you Yeah. How, how is that not a red flag? If I'm, if I'm Frank Drescher, I'm like... I am going home. No, I mean, like, honestly, think about this. There is a version of this movie where, like, her parents are reading a newspaper. They're hearing about how, like, their daughter is basically becoming, like, the Ava Braun of this country. Right. Like, like, open up, be like, oh, my God, like, this man who's, like, killed so many people and, like, oppresses, his, like, his entire nation. Our daughter is, like, his new bride? Oh, my goodness. But I also love that, like, the movie kind of half acknowledges the absurdity of it, at least slightly, at the very end. They cannot kiss until he tells her, oh, also, we're having free elections. elections. Yeah. (laughs) And then they pounce on each other and make out. Because I just thought, like, okay, well, maybe at least you recognize it would be unconscionable to have them share a kiss. The words that every woman wants to hear. (laughs) We're having free elections. (laughs) It's a real panty dropper. It's also, like... I, I know I'm like applying to a series of a lens to, like, such a, like, a stupid, stupid nothing movie, but... From Fran Dresser's perspective, if I had somehow made it to that same point where this, like, <laughs> dictator who I was dating shows up on my doorstep and is like, take me back, I changed my country to every way that you wanted it to be, just come back, I would be like, who is this person that only does the right thing just because I left? Like, that's insane to me that he was like, I'll stop oppressing my people for the love of this good woman. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You know how men are. <laughs> you know how we are. Um, what did anything at all work for you guys? Fran worked for me in some scenes. I mean, I think she's charming, even though the material was bad. I mean, she has like a presence, right? Yeah. And I like, 
we, we had talked about, because we had looked this up online to find out more info, because I swear to God, I would have sworn before this every authority in the film. nation that this was a TV movie. It's shot like TV. It's, well, it's directed by Ken Kwapis, who has directed a few movies, but is probably best known for directing TV. Um, a lot of The Office. Anyway, it looks like a TV movie, I think, because of that. It's like, it's very just sort of flat. Anyhow. Uncinematic. So, <laughs> that matte painting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, when they're driving away into a matte painting, whenever they're approaching the castle. It honestly getting. had the look of a Christmas prince or princess switch, even. I, I mean, the Christmas That was shot on location yeah. a lot of it. It was gorgeous, like, shots yeah. of the Alps and whatnot. I mean, well, I'm sure this I was still mean, shot, like, in, I don't know, Yugoslavia or something. I just mean, like, especially in, in um, uh, Princess Switch, where, like, if it's going to be shots of the exterior of what's supposed to be like oh, no. the Princess castle, Switch. it's like a very tight shot of the doorway. Listen, Christmas Prince gets all the Netflix money. Everything else has to scramble. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Poor circle. Yeah. Anyway, so what I was going to say is like this was apparently her attempt to sort of break out of her TV mold and become a movie actor, which is like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's that's not uncommon. It's weird to me that, like I said, this hues so closely to her persona in The Nanny, where she is a former beautician who ends up taking care of children for this very demanding man. And like, that's it. She's from Queens, I assume, I yeah. guess. She's Jewish, probably. Um, and it, she's definitely in this movie. She yeah. says like, oi. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah, no, you're, you're right. She definitely is Jewish. Um, so it's, it's just, it's strange. And and I get it kind of from a comedy perspective where if you are like a comic personality per se, you kind of want to still stick to your wheelhouse. Like if you're Bob Newhart, you don't do a role where like, you're not a nervous stammering person, you know, like, so I I get it. I get why you kind of want to stick with that. And I think that sort of works for the most part. Like she is still, because she is playing the same character she plays well on the nanny. It kind of works. It does, like, I, I think when you look at her in the context of this movie, though, it completely falls apart. Like, if you just sort of focus in on her, mm-hmm. it's fine. When you pan out and realize she's standing in the middle of this once communist nation yeah. with a dictator, it's a little like, oh, this shtick is kind of not quite flying as well as for, one would hope. For, for me, Dalton's the only one who comes out unscathed completely, because he, I actually think his performance is really enjoyable, and I think the character... I mean, it's impossible for this character to not seem, like, bipolar psychotic, because almost scene to scene, there's a completely different dimension of this character sometimes coming out. Sometimes he makes witty remarks, and sometimes he, like, doesn't understand basic right. concepts. Right, right. Yeah. So, but Timothy Dalton, it must be said, does, I think, the best anyone could do with that to the point where I think he, like, lessened that effect. Like, yeah. I still am recognizing it, but it's not as glaring as I think it might have been with a lesser actor. No, it, it, he, he is very good. It is still, though, like it, like like I said, the chemistry is simply not there between the two of them. The first scene, I think it's the scene where they're in the kitchen and they've just made a sandwich and that's the first time where they like really lean into like, oh, there's a romantic connection between the two of them. Yeah. Watching this, just like, where, why are you doing this? Like, where is this coming from right now? Like, yeah. you have nothing in common. You don't really like him all that much. He's committing many human rights abuses. Like, wh- wh- where is the appeal oh, of this situation? They, they, they try to make this happen where he goes like, don't you do that thing? Right, yeah, yeah, you're doing the thing, yeah. I just feel like if a dictator said that to me, I would just be like, I think I might want to kill myself because I, I, well, I feel like I'm coming just, for me at night. I, I just like, want to like sneak out of the country, I think, under cover of night. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll take Liesl with me. Yeah. The other, I, I had also while watching this that like, the secretary, whoever it is, who hires her for this position, yeah, yeah. they, like, seem to kind of imply that there's some sort of connection between the two of them. Because, right, because, happen. like, when she leaves at the end, he shows up and is like, oh, we'll miss you so much. And then periodically throughout the movie, when she's like, oh, she's showing them how to, like, dye their shoes to match their bags, like, he'll, like, be standing outside the door and be like, oh, no! Yeah. Like, what is she doing? And so it's just, like, it feels like there ought to be something there, but there, but there never is. is. Though there's no scene where they break through to a partnership. Right, and also, the other thing we didn't really mention is that you would expect in a movie like this, similar to A Christmas Prince, uh, the entire like it's built upon the idea that she is like a charlatan where she's not really a teacher she's pretending to be a teacher so that X doesn't happen or so that she can do X and in this movie it barely matters at all ever it comes up very late in the game again like I feel like I forgot about it right because well, it's like you expect there to be like a whole bunch of scenes where like the, the you know the president is watching her and she's like trying to improvise lessons but there's like one scene where that happens yeah. you think that there's going to be a scene where like the kids like catch on to her and they realize that she's not actually a teacher nope. that never happens and then at the like toward the end, probably, I guess, end of Act 2, is the scene where she tells him, like, oh, I'm not really a teacher. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think you're good, though, anyway. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, on the one hand, like, I love that we don't have to deal with the bullshit of him being like, you tricked me! But on the other hand, it's like, this matters so little. Why are we even dealing with it? Oh, but then... 
But did you tell him about that you've been sneaking his daughter down to the dungeon? Yeah, honestly, I would. The prime minister said that. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess she did do that, didn't she? I was like, yeah. is this a problem? <laughs> Alex just said to be at that point, like, who cares? <laughs> Maybe he did. Yeah, apparently he did. It's weird. His priorities are weird. Yeah. He doesn't I, care that his teacher... What ended up happening to Bali? Like, to who? Just uh, probably got fired. He got put in the dungeons. The prime minister? Did he? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, because he, I remember watching. I mean, he did th- like do treason. He said he says like for treason, but I also remember thinking like, okay, like I I get the sentiment, but on the other hand, you're still throwing your political enemies into the dungeon, so it's like it's this right. is a slippery slope, sir. Well, I mean, you still get arrested in oh like, a democratic country for doing that kind of thing. No, I know, and I'm not saying trial, he could, but, but like, it's literally just that he could be like, you know, like call the police. We're having you like, you know, like we'll we'll, yeah. we'll put you on trial <laughs> for treason, but he's just like, nah, throw him in the dungeons. Fuck <laughs> this guy. Could you imagine in the sequel where she has to like rein in his natural? like, tendency to just kill, kill, kill. Like, no, no, no. Just yeah. because your party lost the election can't hold mass executions. We don't I mean, know how many people he's killed. He makes them disappear. Maybe they're somewhere. <laughs> Enough extraordinary rendition. Maybe they're in a camp somewhere. It also like feels, I mean, like, really, yeah, this should be, like, an England thing, right? Where it's, like, they're yes. figureheads. Where or, they're, like, the figureheads of this, of the old ways of the country. Like, but like Monaco or something. Or, or but, like, like I'm just thinking, like, maybe if the Prime Minister was the President instead, and he was just, like, a figurehead, and the Prime Minister is trying to usurp control from this guy? I don't know. I'm just spitballing ideas as to how that could possibly work better. I don't know. I know we're not doing fixes, but like yeah. I actually—I mean—I know this is like a really hot, uh, hard no for you guys, but I don't want to lose that. I actually don't want to lose, lose what specifically the idea that he has real power, and I—I I want it to like I, you know, I like the king and I, and I like that aspect of the king and I where like he—he he is a problematic. There, he's a leader that is doing some problematic things. I think all leaders do problematic things. No, of, even of in democratic course. countries. Yeah, and I think no, we don't. We're good. We're doing okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything we do, fine. nice and legal. And I want to keep that aspect of it, but I just think that if he was allowed to be, like, an intelligent person the whole time yeah. that, like, had good intentions but was, like, restricted by uh, the trappings of the political system he was in. What I was going to say is just, um, so what if instead of it being this sort of several years after the fall of the USSR thing, what if it was, like, like this country is not necessarily, like, a former Soviet country. What if it is a country trying to transition to a more democratic, like, system of government? Where he is, he has, his family has been the king for a long time. And then, like, for whatever reason, he says, no, actually, we're going to be a better country now. We're going to let the people have a voice. And it's just him trying to figure out, like, what does it mean? Like, what does it mean for me and, like, my way of life? Yeah, and, like, the power I hold if I'm no longer, like, this dictator calling all the shots. Like, it, and it's just so, like, maybe that's the problem. Right. Maybe it's not just that, like, we're still, you know, we're still kind of a dictatorship, but not really. Yeah. Well, and, uh, yeah. It's it's just, I feel like it's the biggest baffling choice that I'm just surprised everyone went forward with, just because to me, like... It must have just been topical. Why? That must have been it. I, um, it just feels like almost too soon. Did still. you know... It just feels like a, like a bizarre miscalculation. What do you know what you think like, of is Bhutan? Bhutan. Bhutan is a small country in oh, yes. um, oh, Southeast oh. Asia. Oh, okay, okay. In recent years, the king abdicated and was mm-hmm. like, we're going to be democracy now. But they're like, if you look at like certain happiness index, they're like first mm-hmm. in the world. <laughs> and like, they're like pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like for some reason, like they're kind of complicated, like they're kind of rather, they're, some, they're like somehow in like a sea of uncertainty around them. They're like mm-hmm. this like uncomplicated country that like doesn't have a lot, but doesn't mm-hmm. seem to like need a lot like mm-hmm. they're not like doing very like they're a least developed country but like mm-hmm. they uh their people are fine <laughs> like <laughs> they're they you know they've been doing things the way they've been doing things and like they, they seem pretty content yeah um and i don't know the full details of it but like you know something like that maybe is a better yeah no i, I think it's just when you when you add the like the real world trappings of this actual like you know, political thaw that happened. Yeah. It just, it just, it. I, I don't know. It just colors things in such a negative way. Well, and it, it, it brings a darkness in that unbalances the film. Yeah, I mean, it's very hard to view this movie as sort of like a frivolous rom com when reason. you have this setting. Like yeah. everything in this movie revolves around this. Well, and it almost makes it. it I'm, this maybe is a too extreme of a word, but it almost makes like goings on of the movie feel obscene. Where I'm just like, uh, everyone else in this country is suffering hardcore, but you're having this like fluttery little will they won't they with the dictator. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. It's weird. So I, I hear I, I just did a quick Google because I was looking, I was curious about it, 
they invented uh, the concept of gross national happiness <laughs> and decided that it should be uh, a philosophy that like guides the government. And the king was noted for saying that gross national happiness is more important than gross national product. So is he still like the king then? Like um, I don't actually know, but I remember when I was around the time of college, I think, because mm-hmm. I, I got this fact from QI and it made me look it up mm-hmm. that um, I thought of one of those like I had this you know idle like of course script yeah. idea. Of, like, one of those, like, the Prince and Me-esque things, but it being, like, the king's son from Bhutan, mm-hmm. like, studying abroad in, like, England or something. Yeah. And, um, so I don't know, I don't actually know if it's the same person, but they have, like, a prime minister in a, in a parliament now as well. Okay. So I imagine that, like, there was a power handoff at some point. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot, that, that, that's a more interesting story, that's a less <laughs> depressing story, frankly. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's a good, solid starting point. Obviously, it hadn't happened in real life at this point. Yeah, and but... I think that their problems are just more that, like, their country isn't developed. They yeah. don't have, like, they're very hard to get to. The only other thing I know about Bhutan is that... Their airport, the one international airport they have, is one of the most treacherous airports to land in. Because <laughs> they are just, like, surrounded. Imagine it being, like, landlocked, but, like, just mountains. Yeah. Everywhere wow. around them is just, like, gigantic mountains. And so, like, to get there, you have to, like, sort of go yeah. in that might, this, like, That valley. must also be incredibly sensitive to weather conditions. Like, whether or not you can um, I think land. It, it, probably, yeah. But, it, like, it's, like, a gorgeous place to look at. Like, I mean, to be fair, to also, there, here, though, they do have sheep running across their runways. Here? In, um, no, in Slovetsky. Oh, they, yeah, they do. They do. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, yeah. their airport's not doing all that hot Slovetsia either. Slovetsia in Scotland, man, needs to get their sheep. Yeah, I know, right? Control. Have you considered fences? Yeah. The other, the, and this is the last kind of icky feeling I get from this movie, is to make this, to for for America to make this movie, it feels like they also just take a ton of cheap shots at, yeah. like... Soviet era or oh, like post-Soviet places. Oh no, and the, it, the I mean, humor is not deep. It, yeah. it just feels mean. I mean, that's what we we're all about, right? We're, like, we're so much better than these guys. We right. got our shit all figured out. Look right. at these fucking dummies. Right. Uh, the thing that makes me feel lucky is the scene where the king's son gives Fran Drescher a portrait of her naked yep. riding a clam oh. a la birth of Venus. Yep. That was, uh, that was that's unpleasant. I mean, even before that, there's a scene where like she goes back to her room and he's like on her waiting bed. on her bed. Yeah. Oh. Also, so wait, he's I, always in that military uniform too. Yeah, I mean, I don't, not whatever. That's sort of like their yeah. outfit because yeah. he's like little kids wearing it too. Yeah. The women are both wearing like the like dowdy peasant dresses, peasant dress, yeah, the smocks, yeah, and the men are wearing the sort of like mandarin like, collar yeah. shirts. Mm. Yeah, but um, am I misremembering this? But isn't there a scene? So in the scene where he's on Fran Drescher's bed and she like flips him over and knocks him off or whatever, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. doesn't he mention something about like liking art or wanting to be an artist or something he like might that? Have. Okay, because I'm just saying like if so, like that's a potentially interesting plot thread that is never dealt with ever again. And he just goes back to being a horny teenager for most of the movie. No, he has yeah. no arc other than he's horny for teacher. Yeah, that's it. Horny for Fran. I get yeah. it. We're all horny for Fran. We're all America horny for Fran. in the '90s was I mean, horny for Fran. She was forty and she's keeping it fucking. Oh, she great. looks great. Yeah. That, that was the running question of how old is she supposed to be in the yeah. movie, though. Not really clear on how old she's supposed to yeah. be. But she does look great. Make she, looks, look oh, she looks incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Even when there are points where I'm just like, okay, about that hair, she still looks great. Yeah. yeah. That's her, like, that's her thing. Yeah, that is her shtick. Again, it's like, it's like, you know, the trashy sort of New Jersey, New York thing. Like, yeah. this lower middle class vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's who Fran Drescher is. Do we have any parting thoughts? No, but we film? should talk about Rosemary's Baby the Musical a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Let's go for it. So there is a throwaway <laughs> gag in this movie I would love where to. Uh, Fran Drescher's mother is like, someone very important is coming to see you on your birthday from very far away. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, it's it's um, it's um the president. He's come to see me. Hooray. And she opens the door and it's a classmate of hers who she went to prom with or something. And Junior knows. Yeah. Oh, junior junior high. Yeah, from Junior High. And it's, he's like, you know, he's, he's nerdy and bald and ooh, new. Who wants to hug him? But he mentions like offhandedly like, oh yeah, do you remember how you were in my musical version of Rosemary's Baby that I wrote when we were in junior high and he sings like a verse of the song I I wish it was fuck something about Satan it was rhyming with Satan something that rhymes with uh, Satan because she says this embryo belongs to Satan yeah like Jess Satan or something I don't know oh I think so Uh, (laughs) anyway so you have baby you're Jess Satan yeah so it's something like that it's it's this real quick throwaway line that launched a thousand shits truly it's a door of possibility that is has so many frankly the movie should have focused more on that uh, what an idea, though. The only thing I have to put it in a slight bit of context mm-hmm. is, does, I'm pretty sure you have, but has, have you guys watched Summer Heights High before? 
No, I have not seen it either. So there is a gag in there in which the the and I've seen this in another movie too, but I'm blanking on what it was. But it's in which like the drama teacher is so uncreative, he just has the kids do stage versions of movies. And I had I've only seen this joke happen like a few times in a few different things. But maybe that's just a thing in some places. I mean, I think that's like it's a very easy joke to do, right? Because like The Simpsons did "Oh Streetcar," the musical version of "A Streetcar Named Desire." It's like I, I feel like <laughs> I just take like a really torrid, right? Like you take something that should never be musicalized musical, yeah. and say like we did a musical version of this. Like yeah. it's it's a very it's a very common baby joke musical. I, it's literally just like what's the most ridiculous thing you can think of? That's our musical. I feel like you yeah, either like carry the musical, right? Right. It is. That happened. Yeah. That I, right? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Like, but is it campy? Is it serious and operatic? Is it... I feel... Is okay. It, is it knowing the tone, Okay, so here, let's set this up. The tone, I believe, is that we, the viewer, are supposed to think this is ridiculous, but him, the songwriter, he is supposed to be, like, 100% straightforward serious about, like, the dramatic intent of his musical version sure. of Rosemary's Baby. He believes this is a good thing. He's okay. not trying to do something tongue-in-cheek. This is serious, capital A, art. Whew. Okay, then. All right. So you obviously have to open with an overture that uses the uh, the lullaby melody that Rosemary sings over the open. Like, la, 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 Although la, la, the lyrics to that lullaby are also creepy in the context. They're just la, 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 la. No, no. That's to the tune of a lullaby that actually has lyrics. Are you sure? Positive. I was Because I was reading about this this morning, actually. Uh, one of the lyrics is, there is no power that could take you from my arms. And in the context of what Rosemary's Baby is about, pretty creepy. So you have that. That's obviously got to be the overture for your uh, for your musical. Uh, Lee, you had also said that you wanted to be you want there to be a song. Oh yeah. yeah. So I wanted Hutch, who's like their friend, who's right. constantly like, by the way, this house is like full of like histories of cannibals. Yeah, I mean he's he's just like he's like this like the smart yeah of yeah this. yeah. And like he's the one that like later is about to tell them like he's doing research and is about to tell them like well by the way this is Satanism and then he falls into a coma right, obviously right. because the Satanists put him under. And I yeah. want him to be like a big comic side character. Um, and I wanted, the, I didn't want an opening number where like they're being shown the house by a real estate agent, and the real estate agent is like pointing, like "not many views," and he's just sort of like interjecting with like and a great history of cannibals, <laughs> making like little snide remarks. <laughs> but I also, I think he should also get like some sort of solo when he's trying to like talking over the phone to um, Rosemary mm-hmm. about like how she should get out of the house, and then it just ends with him falling into a coma, <laughs> <laughs> like passing out, just like from having to like. <laughs> Well, no, because he does, right? Because he's probably, like, you know, been poisoned. Yeah, by, I mean, or, or, they, or they're doing another, something, you know, supernatural. That, some yeah. sort of, yeah, of ritual to, yeah. <laughs> to talk about. Yeah. The thing that I had was that uh, their neighbor, Minnie, um, who who's, like, this this elderly woman, Minnie and Roman are their elderly neighbors mm. who are part of the coven. And uh, they have one brief scene where uh, a woman who is staying with them commits suicide, and that's when you first meet the neighbors who live next to them because, like, they have to identify the body. And so, like, very briefly, they meet Rosemary and her husband, Guy. And then the next day, Minnie shows up, like, at Rosemary's apartment when Guy is gone and basically just like wanders through being like oh like it's your wallpaper like like how much did that wallpaper cost oh look at your new couch and so in my head this is like a patter song where she's just going a mile a minute about all the things she's seeing and how much must it cost her and it's also using klezmer music undertones because I think she's going to be a Jewish stereotype in this so it's like you've got this sort of like you know oboe kind of music under this entire thing. Like, every now and then, Rosemary will like, start to answer the question, and Minnie will just keep barreling onward. What I would enjoy is if that was the character Minnie plays, but she drops it for something different in, like, cultist mode. Well, I mean, but, like, that's kind of the thing about Rosemary's Baby, though, is, like, it's They always stay nice friendly. Oh, right, I mean, like, even, like, I'm not, and I don't think it's them putting on a face. I think mean, this is literally who they are. I think that's, like, part of, like, the, like, the joke, quote-unquote, of Rosemary's mm-hmm. Baby, that, like, they're not these, like, weird, secret, evil, spooky people. They're just, like, yeah. neighbors that you might normally have who also happen to, like, be Satanists and are trying to bring her up the second coming of Satan. Yeah. So it's, just, like, I, I think, like, that's really just her thing, is that she's this loud, obnoxious woman who also happens to be dedicated to making sure Rosemary gives birth to the son of Satan. Like, that's it. That's who she is. She seems, um, to my memory, she's, like, more active and driven than her husband is, and presumably it's well, his, husband, like, lifelong mission. Well, right? the husband's very, like, low-key. I, I assume that's, I don't know if that's, like, part of their shtick, or if that's just their personality But there's difference. all those scenes where, like, not all those, but there's a few scenes where, like, Rosemary hears her just, like, tearing into him through the walls. I don't think that's true. She, it is. She goes, like, I can't believe you're a leader of anything. I don't remember that. That. It might have been in the book and not the movie then, but okay. that is like an element where she like is 
they kind of suggest that she is the power behind the man. I mean, because in the movie, they never explicitly say anything one way or the other. Like, Roman is portrayed as sort of a more worldly, interesting person who Guy kind of gets along with better initially, even without knowing the whole, like, hey, incidentally, we'll get you some good acting gigs if you let your wife, right. like, have sex with Satan. Which um, is, is crazy where they're going to be like, we'll get you a part in the play, just let Satan rape your wife. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the horror that, of it, right? Like that that's. A- a ballet sort of number do you It's know? a dream ballet. I was going to say, so the entire sequence a very where, dark like, dream yeah, ballet where she's like really. lying in bed and then like everyone's around her and she's half asleep and then like Satan comes up to her and is like mounting her yeah. and she has all these weird dream sequences of her being on a boat and all that shit. Yeah. Obviously it's a dream oh, ballet. Oh, with like right? JFK and the yacht and the... Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Sidebar, I know yeah. that you have it probably, but like if, you ever, if you've never seen the dream ballet from Tom's Vampire, holy shit. Um, that's basically what I had. Like I also said that the uh, final sequence in the movie would be something called his eyes. Yeah. Because the scene in the movie is where she goes and you never see the baby, but it's her looking in the bassinet and she just goes like, oh, his eyes. Like, what did you do to his eyes? And they, and they say and, he has Yeah, one of the guys eyes. says he has his father's eyes. So the, it's just like her having like this breakdown soliloquy with her just like every, like every chorus ends with her being like, and what have you done to his eyes? And the song ends with like one of the guys saying, like, and he has his father's eyes. <laughs> But I and think, then, are you auditioning? Here's yes, I, I am. Well, this is what Tom's <laughs> Vampire does too, where like mm-hmm. it has the like sort of you know dramatic. And it's all this like sort of semi-Victorian-esque like time period. But they always sing the when the, it's always like the sort of ends where uh, he rescues Sarah from the vampires, except that like she's already been turned. Mm-hmm. And so the last sort of like scene is like they're like, oh, we finally escaped. And then she it reveals that she's been turned, and she bites her like love interest, the, the like male love interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it sort of implies that, like, from there, like, that's patient zero, and, like, now the vampire's yeah. gonna take over. And sort of, the, so instead of that being, instead of the final number being, like, some sort of sad thing, the last number is, like, they all come back out, like, Hot Topic close. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> and, like, pleather and do the final oh, song. Oh, that's right. So I'd kind I of love for there that. to be, like, a final number where, like, Rosemary is, like, comes back in, like, sexy outfits. Well, I'd be like, because that is the end of the, mu- the movie, yeah, right? Where she, like, where, where, yeah, where they're, like, where she's, like, no, 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 no like, I'll, I'll breastfeed him, it's okay, like, give him to me. And then it's just, yeah. it's, like, it ends with her breastfeeding the son of Satan. Yeah. So like so it does have that sort of like, like gut punch. Like an upbeat dance number of like <laughs> Rosemary and all the other Satanists. Like, like pushing a stroller with like the baby the little devil baby in it. I would love for there to be a conga? That would be amazing. I would yeah. love for someone unsuspecting to be like may I see the baby? And then maybe just like fire. Just <laughs> her like walking through Central Park like holding it. Wouldn't that be a great oh, sequence? So yeah. To have it just like give it a balloon and it just immediately like withers and or like a flower or something that would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Rosemary's Baby the Musical. I'm glad we Come talked about it. this for Come the episode. In previews in Boston yep. next year. Yeah. Yep. Out of town tryouts next yep. Broadway. <laughs> We're coming for you, Pesach and Bob. Yep. Yeah. Question mark. Um, anything else you want to throw out about the Petition and the Beast? No. Should not have stuck to that title. No. That's what I will say. I also have, a different title. I also have more fun dreaming up um, the Rosemary's Baby musical than I do watching Beautician and yeah. the Beast. Oh, yeah. My half-assed solution would just be like she should be a teacher. A real teacher. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah it, it should not deal with and the political situation here. he should not be a Right. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and, well, and it should just not be post-Iron Curtain. Yeah. There's just so much... Slavic dictatorship. So many trappings here that just never needed to be involved in the yeah. first place. Like... If you want to do King and I, you need, I, I feel like, and you want to go that broad and that fizzy and frothy, mm-hmm. then you have to go the Christmas Prince route. Well, guys, I guess to close this out, would you suggest watching Beautician and the Beast? I would, honestly. If you want to watch Timothy Dalton, I would say yeah. It's, yeah. Because it's quite silly. And it also... It is, f- like, it's a trip to watch once. Truly. It's an experience. I, I mean, I feel like your enjoyment will depend a lot upon, like, how you feel about Fran Drescher mm-hmm. as, like, a character actor. So, like, if you enjoyed The Nanny, you will enjoy this, most likely. If you cannot at all stand Fran Drescher, don't bother. Yeah. It will not change your mind. Oh, yeah. If you don't if you don't want to watch Fran Drescher, you're not going to want to watch yeah. this. But if you can, and if you appreciate a fine-looking gentleman, mm-hmm. check it out. You can also watch Penny Dreadful for that. You can also watch Penny uh, Dreadful. Where he is daddy. Yeah. yeah. He is daddy on Penny Dreadful. Literally in, in every way. <laughs> Truly. In every sense he, of the word. He is father. He is, is daddy. papa. Yeah. He is... Hair <laughs> <laughs> <Claire> Dalton. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. Two weeks from now. The day the year stood still. still. 2008. Keanu Reeves. The shit one. Gort. <laughs> yep. Watch the bad one. Bye. Bye. Bye.